I remember one thing someone said is that don't be worried that you know you're gonna lose a great idea or you have an idea and you really want to make it amazing because you'll never have another good idea creativity never runs out it only gets stronger the more you use it hi and welcome back to the Zontek got nothing podcast today with a guest you guys might know from the beginnings very very origin story style welcome back mez hello um Hi. yeah so wait I, I, <laughs> did you just were you just hello, quiet everyone. because of a joke because no, of a joke? i expected you to say something more <laughs> oh well i mean i, I uh, yeah i started the podcast i introduced the podcast so and i introduced the guest um you want to maybe share with the new people that listen to this who you are maybe some people might have started listening after your debut mm. Um, you can tell them about who you are, what your age is, if you want to share that, what you do, and your favorite ice cream flavor. I don't know if you have actually mentioned that before, but yeah, that's kind of a I don't think favorite I question. I mean, like back in my day when I was on Zontag Got Nothing, um, we didn't have that type of, you know, introduction. It was more just, hey, this is Mez. All right, let's get talking about, you know, life. Um yeah. yeah, you know, things things become more professional when they, you know, grow. You you know, a business doesn't doesn't always stay like, you know, small. Like when they're small it's like less professional, but when they're bigger it's like very professional. Hmm, so I have to sign like an NDA next and I have to like get like a <laughs> blood sample and <laughs> Yeah, when you sign a contract you're, by the way, you with your social insurance off, number yeah exactly like if you sign off like you you're you have to have at least four episodes a, a year uh, whenever i want you to be you have to be available otherwise my lawyer is gonna knock the door basically. i'm just like yeah. signing my soul away right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah like just go for it uh the stage is yours and then we can get going cool all right so for those who don't know me name's mez Actually, my name is Mespa, but people call me Mez because they're lazy. Um, I Wait, is Vancouver. it really because they're lazy? I thought it was like <laughs> it was like it was like your your nickname or like your. your it's my nickname. It's my nickname. Oh, nice. Um, I I like I like doing subtle jokes like that. So that's one thing to look out for. <laughs> um, I don't know what much to say about me. I'm just a. Just a little young little guy trying to figure out his place in the world. I'm not that young, actually. I'm 25. Um, oh, that's favorite young flavor girl. of ice young cream. So. <laughs> favorite flavor of ice cream. I think, actually, I did say this last time, and it's it's a toss-up between mint chocolate chip and maple walnut. Oh, yeah, I remember you say that. You could have said something else so people that have listened to that episode may be like, wait a minute. That's not his real... I know his real... And then they, like, <laughs> go on a ride because they realized a different ice cream flavor. Well, now, for those people who remember, they're like, no, I remember. I'm going to go back and listen. And now they have to go back and listen to the previous episodes. Hmm, you see oh, that? I now see. you have more listening on your episodes. <laughs> you may have the formal see. business, but I still got the business strategy, you know? Oh. Visionary. You know, that's why I missed happen. you a lot, bro. I've missed you a lot in these episodes, honestly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I was, I was, I was happy that you took it forward. You know, thirty episodes, incredible. But I was just like, huh, you could have 
could have asked me back, you know, for another episode. I, 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 there's a thing. When I left Vancouver, when I moved back to Germany, there was like at least a buffer zone of four months until I got, you know, over my heartbreak. Oh. And then, and then I kind of, you know, I'm still not over it. I mean, I remember also when I told you that I'm leaving, it was like a week or so before I was leaving. And you're like, what, you're leaving? It was just really quick for a lot of people. Yeah. But I I remember um, that when I came back, it was like, it took me a long time to actually just, you know, pick it up again. And then in September last year, 2019, I, uh, I, I went back to my boarding school and I just record for fun with another friend. Uh, in the school and then and then i uploaded and after that i was like you know what i'm just gonna continue to see where it goes and then yeah i i edited the pre-recorded ones and then i started getting new guests and new people and yeah yeah so i even saw one of your episodes was a standalone just you by yourself this little monologue <laughs> yeah you know i didn't have a guest but i was like the show must go on you know so i, I actually just uh recorded myself which I think, in hindsight, I could have been a little bit more enthusiastic. I was very quiet, very, very mellow. Yeah, you were <laughs> very reflective. I was like, hmm, wow, this must be, you must be going through yeah, some like hard people probably, people probably, like, you know, went in a deep depression after that episode. <laughs> yeah. I left that episode no, but... feeling like I need to reevaluate my life and really be appreciative for everything that <laughs> exactly. happens. And... Really think I, I hope that it actually motivated people to, you know, go for it at some point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I'm going to pick up my life now. I'm going to do whatever, what I want to do. Well, I mean, I don't have any topics to hmm. talk to you about. Because with you, we never really had a real topic. We always like kind of went through the I news and stuff. I am the topic, you know? Like, <laughs> me. That's the topic. <laughs> Who yes, needs a topic? But, uh, Mesma, Let's just talk you... about me, okay? So, <laughs> okay, Mesma, tell us about your life. Well, actually, no, no, that's no. basically yeah. The, this episode was supposed to be about you know what's up, like you know what's up in our lives, you know what's happening. I mean, it's been such a long time we spoke, even like for like like this. It's actually honestly, this has been almost a year that I heard your voice. I know. <laughs> so, so yeah, so what's up, bro? What's up in your life? What's happening? I, I feel like my life hasn't changed that much. Um... From the out, out point, at least, I feel like I've been focusing a lot on work. So that has almost almost focusing on work just to kind of avoid having to do other stuff in life. Um, <laughs> like finding a girlfriend? <laughs> sure. Bring that one in, why don't you? Um, but another question would be like, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> no. Has anything changed in your relationship status in the no. past nine months? I haven't been in... Vancouver. Not at all. <laughs> Sounds like you do have a girlfriend, bro. <laughs> so sad. Um, but I have been feeling kind of like, I want to say more confident, but just like in a better state of mental health, I feel. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've Make been trying me to... deep, I see. <laughs> Well, yeah, you ask how it's going, and I don't feel like there's any, like, superficial changes. It's not like, hey, I got a tattoo, or I went skydiving. It, th- those would have been cool things to have done, but I didn't. So, um, yeah, I can just talk about the less visible changes. That might be like, oh. Mental health. No. In what way, then? Like, what has 
been like mental health uh, that changed you? Or so I've you been changed? trying to focus on this idea of like, so I, I think I read it in a book or somewhere, but it, no, it wasn't a book. It was a comment on, on like Reddit or something, but it was this, this uh, man who said there, there basically you should never have a wasted day or a cheat day. So you shouldn't have a day where you haven't done anything, even a little bit towards your goals. So if you if you don't like the place you are right now and you want to move towards somewhere better, every day you should do even something a little bit towards that goal. So I've been trying to think about, you know, actually what are my goals? What are the things I want to accomplish in like a few years? And then how can I get into the mindset of, you know, getting on track to actually accomplish that? And so I've been doing these like, nightly little 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 reflection where i'll just like think about okay what did i accomplish today and what are the things i want to do tomorrow and have like a running to-do list of them and then whenever i didn't finish i move it on for tomorrow if i didn't finish it maybe actually it isn't worthwhile or it's something that i can't do in the short term i have to do plan it for a specific time um or something like that so just being a bit more like formal about the things I want to accomplish, especially because now I'm stuck at home. So it's very easy to just like literally sit around and do nothing all day long, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, that's, that's a habit that I've been trying to build. And I think it's been very useful for this time. Bro, that's, that's really amazing. Um, uh, I think that's really important to also like reflect and see what, what one wants to do in their lives. Like for me, for example, after I left Vancouver, that kind of was a huge reflection for me. Like, what what is my next step? Oops. I'm like I like to talk with things in my hands. <laughs> Something just fell off my my, my grip. No, um, it's I have true. A pen, I have a pen in my hand as well that I'm. <laughs> you making no? You taking notes? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm really like taking it apart as you're talking. Oh. Um, I mean, I had also like that kind of reflection when when I came back to uh, Germany and I was like, okay, so I, I've lived a lot of things in the past 10 years that I didn't live with my parents and now I'm back with my parents. So what is it that I learned? What is it that I can use for the future? And it took me, that's why it took me also like a long time to to record this podcast again because I had to like put things just in perspective. Like for example, this podcast sounded like a good idea in the beginning and then it was fun to do. But then once I left, I was like, okay, maybe I just, you know, it's not meant to be. So I stopped um, and I focused on other things like, you know, learning new new techniques in programs uh, for like After Effects or Photoshop um, and uh, seeing where I can take my creative, creative skills in, in what business I can take that, you know. So and then I, I kind of started, you know, but that that realization what I wanted to do came like September, like right when I said I would continue with the podcast as well because I took a really long time just, you know, not being productive over the time that I was just, I just got back. Maybe. I was not depressed, but I was going through some change as well. Hmm. And my, my, I, I do miss, I, to this day, I still miss Vancouver a lot. So, um, and the people there and you guys, you know, oh, but Vancouver uh, misses you too. Thank you, man. Thanks. I, yeah, I, I like for example, this is the first spring that I'm not in Vancouver, and I, I think about the cherry blossoms and everything. You know what I mean? Well, at uh, this point, nobody goes out, yeah. but I mean, no one does. Well, <laughs> and it's it's actually it's 
pretty rainy and there are no cherry blossoms. So, oh, okay, good. Then I didn't miss anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have very nice weather in Germany at this point. Like it's very sunny the past few days, 16 degrees. Wow. Uh, no we had rain that actually in the last week. week. Last week was fine. Oh, nice. This week is like cloudy and dreary and raining. Mm. Vancouver, typical yeah, Vancouver depressing. weather. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's interesting that you that you that you said that you know that you kind of came into the habit because I also came like had to move into this habit where I reflected my days to see if I did anything productive, whether it's like small things or big things, just to motivate myself to do more. And then uh, also after winter, I started applying for work, which actually I, I'm I'm going to start working at a field production. Uh, starting oh, next that's week. Awesome. Um, yeah. Nice. So, uh, and, oh, and I'm really excited. Yeah. So, how is the how is the like the virus situation affected that? Are you still able to start working? Oh, it affected. Uh, well, I I was supposed to start two weeks ago, but because of what was going oh, on, okay. they postponed my start to to next week, which we didn't even know it's gonna happen, but it's it's working out. So I I mean, I even offered to. To, to even just at first support if there's like any financial issues stuff like that uh just because oh, i wanted to start very, and, and very, learn the business and get to know people and stuff yeah well i'm so and i the love the company like is... when it, um the job is basically or, or the um, company or i am well, it's a film production. They do everything, like from explained videos all the way to music videos and uh, short commercials, advertisements, editing, wow. uh, documentaries for TV and stuff like that. But it's a oh, small really company. Cool. So yeah. they don't have like one product or one show. They just like work on a bunch of different things. Yeah, exactly. And and their their mindset is like family and, and you really feel that. Like a lot of people say it's like family, you know, environment, but but with these guys I really felt it when I went for a interview. When I went for mm. the interview. Um and, and they, they we stayed in touch very very like a lot. Like we, we how do you say like we, we stayed in touch a lot after the com uh, after the interview and everything. Mm. And we really like got along very well in like from the get-go so that's, that's why incredible. i'm also really happy that i'm like uh, in that production yeah i don't want to like really... say too oh you don't want to say too much about it <laughs> you don't have to like well, I want to mention your the name and then, and then... oh no you don't have to say the name you don't have to say the name <laughs> yeah. hey, i'm working at this address this location these are the hours yeah, and i end up i end up saying too much and, I, and, and then i get kicked out or something or like or like people will think like they're, they're actually what i'm saying and then they go there and then they realize it's not at all like what i was saying and then... <laughs> just call you out one of the commenters hey yeah, exactly. do i work there he doesn't work here <laughs> exactly oh yeah by the way i work for disney now it's like, that's that's the company i was talking about disney <laughs> oh yeah family values family values family values. exactly <laughs> oh man so yeah and, and, and that all happened like through reflection and i think it's really important to kind of uh connect to what you were saying like reflection and um and really like you said keeping things also rational like don't try to do things in one day where you know that you might have to take longer exactly so just, you know, oh my goodness take that's your like time one yeah. of my biggest struggles still to this day is kind of like time management as well as estimation like, I, I want to do something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that'll take me like half an hour. In reality, it's like a three-day project. 
you know? And, it, and so I'll write it down and then I'll feel bad that I didn't get to work on it or that I started, yeah. but I didn't finish. And it's like, well, because you're being unrealistic, it's not going to take half an hour to like make an entire website for some guy that asked you, or I don't know, you want to like make a song. Yeah. You need to spend more than 15 minutes just playing on piano. Like, yeah. Are you, are you, are you composing? <laughs> I've been trying to. So I actually, one of my goals. So um, one thing I, about reflection, um, last year I went to this conference called ISGP. I think I told you about it before. Um, oh, yeah. And so. I was, yeah, yeah I, I remember. Oh, yeah. right. You were going to go and then you couldn't go, right? Yeah, but Did that was know? two years ago, not not last year. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, I think one of the things I took away from, like there was a, it was a bunch of cool things and I definitely enjoyed the experience. But um, I don't know, I, I felt a little bit off. I felt like I hadn't changed much since the first year that I went there. And so I was like, okay, if I'm doing this on like a yearly basis and it goes for four years, let me see how much I can change and accomplish by the next year, the next time it comes around. So that one of the things I did after that was make a list of like things I want to get done. And um, one of them was to actually produce uh, an instrumental album and be able to produce one song with vocals. So um, I kind of started working on that. And, and I, like in order to do that, I had to learn about music theory. I had to practice more guitar. I had to learn. I started practicing piano. And so I'm really trying to like build up these musical skills. And I really enjoy doing it. But lately, I was lacking the motivation to do so. You know, like sometimes on a weekend, I'd be like hyped. Mm -hmm. And I'd spend like three yeah. hours doing something. And then after that, I'm yeah. just like, oh, well, I guess I can't do anything. I suck. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> so um, I was kind of in this mindset of like, man, I kind of want to do something. And now especially I have the time at home, but I don't know how to do anything. And there's no one to teach me and I'm no one to talk to about it. And then I got this email then, from yeah oh, what and then ilker comes along and he saves the day no 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 and then you found out about youtube <laughs> <laughs> no see the thing i would watch youtube but it would be like there's like so many random videos right like i follow one person a little tutorial and it would cover the basics which i knew already and then i follow another guy and he'd have like two videos that are talking about super advanced concepts that i have no clue about and it just i don't know it felt very random and sporadic it's like I didn't know what I, or let me say present tense, I don't know what I don't know, so it's difficult to search for stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, well, then that's also part of reflection, I guess, at some point then. In a sense, yeah. 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 You can reflect anyways, on, your, on, on things that you need to learn. But yeah, continue your story, sorry. Anyways, I was going through my email and I was like, man, I have like nine, it's like 99 plus unread messages. I'm like, I have to, this is... This is unacceptable. I got to get rid of that. So I started going through them and I found one email, which was uh, from actually one of the YouTubers that I really like. And he does like music production and and like stories about making songs out of like nearly anything and stuff like that. He's really cool. And okay. he's having an online class that runs for one month and it takes you through like from start to finish music production in three different like modules. And by the end you have written three different songs and you have like peer support as well as support directly from him as like the, the kind of teacher. And it was like 50% off as well because of the situation. 
and it made it like actually oh. pretty affordable. You know, and I was like, say because of the pandemic, like it's fine. Everyone knows what's happening. Pandemic, yeah. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to be so dire. Like, <laughs> because, because the world because of is the ending. Um, <laughs> because of the situation, like yeah, yeah, like aliens attacked or something. <laughs> what is he talking about? Oh, because Hitler is back. You know, Nazi Germany. It's like that. because of the because situation. Because the zombies have risen. Everyone is knowing that the end of the world is soon. <laughs> anyway, so I thought. I, Okay, continue. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> that, that's basically it. I mean, like, uh, I saw that as a positive sign, and I'm going to start uh, day after tomorrow. March 30th is the first day of the classes. Oh, so nice. I'm that's my first that. day of work. Oh, hey, look at that. New things nice. happening. New changes. Yeah. It's it's new. It's it's uh, no rules. That's why, you know, new day, new spring. Mm. Uh Mm, I see the yes, absolutely. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see it. I see it. I mean, no ruse was like two weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. No, I see it. Hey, it's still, it's still, it still counts. I thought I heard Persians celebrated for two weeks or something like that. Well, it's kind of like New Year's for like the Western world, right? Like you say, you can say Happy New Year in like the end of January to someone who you haven't said it to before. Oh, really? I don't you haven't do done that. that. No, I definitely do that because like, <laughs> like you can say Happy New Year's on like obviously New Year's Day, right? But yeah, then like if you haven't seen someone for like a week and you see them the next week, you could still be like, oh, happy new year. You know, like, no. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you Germans do it, but. <laughs> this guy lost his chance of getting a new year. Tra- uh, congratulations from me, man. If he hasn't shown up for a week now. Yeah, man, you should, still say, you should still say new year's. Where, where's my happy new year? <laughs> we talked about interviewing. I said how I was interviewing people. I guess that's kind of a change also. I've gone from like being the only person in my kind of like department in my company to having hire two more people and becoming almost like a little little, little manager of sorts, a little a team lead. Supervisor. Mez. Super supervisor. <laughs> nice, man. No, I'm so happy for you, man. You deserve it because you work so hard. I, I remember when, when, whenever we came to the office and you tell me about stuff and I like you're a very hardworking person which makes sense that you also start reflecting on on a lot of things because you're just that kind of person and i'm really happy that i actually got into music um because i by myself i started picking up the guitar more often and i also actually drilled like hooks to the wall so my guitars are outside and hanging at the wall so i can just pick them up whenever i play games. oh nice, play games nice. whenever i want to play yeah I too play and then I my got... guitar, you know, you can control <laughs> forward is the G string and then back is the D string. And There's Rocksmith, they use real guitars for the game. <laughs> but uh, I also got into like After Effects and motion design and, and, you know, a little graphic and photo manipulation, like compositing for, for pictures. But that I started like last week, actually. But yeah. After Effects is fun. I remember doing... A couple things but my computer is way too slow to do anything <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun because you get to do some crazy stuff and you don't and only need so after effects you can do yeah. like a lot of stuff you can do kind of the basics which is like trying to replace you know like like fix up an, a, a video almost like photoshop for video i remember yeah. we wanted to we're doing this like school project or university project class project and uh we wanted to replace a sign 
on the wall with our own sign but we didn't want to like print it and put it up there so i used after effects motion tracking because it was a panning shot where you would like pan up to the sign and then you'd pan to the rest of the characters the actors and so i remember having to like analyze the motion create the the sign i wanted to replace on it and then track it and place it on top and it turned out pretty cool like i was impressed at how cool it looked and how little work i had to do because the, the software just like analyzed all the motion figured out the anchor points even points that like disappeared and came into the frame later on and i was like man this is this is neat <laughs> yeah and it's it's also very simple and and you know when i started learning after effects or let's say not learning but when i started going into depth with it i realized how much it is just you know practice and learning by doing you know oh absolutely and especially and because the more you... keyboard shortcuts are really important in exactly, an, an application yeah. as complex as after effects so yeah. once you like actually understand like the model behind like how after effects works you know like it has like the timeline view and then you click on something and then you can see the properties of things and how you can bring up multiple property panes and stuff like that. And then you understand the shortcuts to that. That's where you really start to be like productive because then you can, you figure out what you want to do and then you know the steps that it takes to get there and you can quickly get that by just like pressing a couple of keys. That's kind of like a sign that's, that you've mastered that system. That's true. And, and uh, one thing I also enjoyed while learning or deepening my understanding of After Effects is to, to, to really just learn something, you know what I mean? Like new. Like mm. I really appreciated that process. Like after a certain age, I feel like you feel like you cannot, you, like you're not learning enough anymore. And I think that's, that was my, um, that was my pit that I fell into when I came back to Germany. It's like, okay, what can, like I have so much things that I learned and none of it right now is actually really, uh, you know, serving anything at this point. So my cousin kind of uh, helped me and reflected with me about certain things and then told me like, yeah, just, you know, check a little bit more, like check, check stuff like After Effects out more and deepen your understanding of the program. So I started doing that and I realized how much I can use things that I learned there with the already like knowledge I have for other things oh, absolutely. and how I can combine it. And then like that kind of Legoing and puzzling like was really um, a eye-opening uh process i think that's why people keep you know growing and learning more but i think after a certain time like at age where you don't go to school anymore you kind of have to find that yourself you know what i mean yeah yeah it's up to you to actually take the initiative and figure out what you want to learn figure out what is like what will expand your current knowledge it's almost like you have to write your own curriculum exactly there's no like there's no textbook for you to follow. You now it's your turn to write the textbook. A little how to life by Ilker Ilmaz. <laughs> Chapter exactly. one. How to, how to life. Exactly. First of all, fail a lot. <laughs> and then we no, have but... an exam on failing. And so you have to <laughs> so fail how properly. How do you fail best? <laughs> exactly. How do you fail best? <laughs> write an essay. I'm pretty sure that's a book. I wouldn't be surprised. There are so many I mean, books about like progress and failing and learning from failures. I mean, that's that's a topic really I think about. everyone can talk about, especially a lot of people that are doing anything in their lives, actually. Like everyone can tell you that they have failed at least once, if not even more times. And I feel like 
if someone is very good at something, that means he failed so much that he learned so much from it and is now this good. So whenever I failed or whenever I had to struggle with something, and it would wear, uh, it would work me. Uh, I I would get worked up about it. I would take a break, and then come back and then just with a cool mind go back at it and then just like try to make it you know work and things. And 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 afterwards, I came out stronger and calmer because I took the patience and time to to actually di- like you know do things. And interestingly, with compositing for Photoshop, I feel like it's really meditating. Like when I do compositing and stuff, it's it's not that hard either. Um, not to say that graphic designers and stuff, their job is not easy. Like is, is easy. No, not at all. It's just the 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 let's say the functions and stuff of the program is easy to learn, you know, but then yeah. the creativity is the part where a lot of things will, will stop you from doing something. Cause if you don't have an idea of what you want to do, then that's where it stops for Photoshop and after effects. You know what I mean? That's how I or feel any like creative for, process. Yeah. Every single like creative program, like even in music, even in video, in like digital art, all these tools, they're, they're designed to be super easy, right? Like, the people who make these try to make it as easy as possible to understand because at the end of the day, every single like dialogue and option they have to pick from is a barrier between you trying to express your creativity, you know? So like, I, and yeah. I, I speak to this kind of like as an interface designer, as someone who makes these tools, um, I'll often thing I reflect on is like, how can I make this as simple as possible for the user to do the actual thing they want to do because they don't want to use my program they want to make something or get that final result so how do i make that process that end goal as easy as possible yeah that's true Uh, like for example for me i started again like the photoshop compositing stuff all you need is basically pictures to do that right so you can go to any like yeah like even google pictures like you know or like a, a free um stock photo page i use un- unsplashed usually because mm, they have good qualities yeah and just, um, just make sure if you're taking it from google that you have the right copyright license yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well un- unsplashed does it really nice because it does give you the the name of the photographer so i usually copy paste that to the file so that's the file name is the name of the photographer so that oh, nice. when i post it I can like like credit them too if if needed because sometimes it's hard to credit them because they don't have an Instagram or they just don't have something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like me. So exactly that's why I'm gonna send you a picture on WhatsApp right now. <laughs> like this is the first composited picture that I had oh. made. Um, uh, a lot of our listeners might not be able to listen to 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 understand what I'm talking about right now. But uh, if you want to find these pictures on my Instagram, Ilka Fahrielma, so go ahead and check it out. Uh, cool. And I can send you, I can also send you okay, the pro- so progress, how it started, and 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 you will you I, have I the end picture already. I want to understand the um, the message behind this, the meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, as honestly, an artist, walk me through like as your an vision. artist. <laughs> Bro, I I don't take that title, you know. I'm just a person that has dreams and just goes with it, you know. All right, as maybe a dreamer, walk me through maybe, your vision. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, wait, wait. First, we might want to describe the picture. Okay, if people so, don't ha- have it. On. So, so what I'm looking at right now is a group of four people sitting on the end of kind of like a boardwalk or a 
Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you call it. Um, a porch, basically. Kind the of thing. Thing. Oh, but it reminds me of like the things that you dock a boat to. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, dock. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's yeah. called a dock, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so they're sitting at the absolute end of the dock, kind of looking over a like large lake. And this is set at the nighttime, but the sky is illuminated with millions of stars. And there's this warm purple glow rising from the horizon. And up in the and far in the distance is a mountain or perhaps a volcano. Or maybe you know, actually both. Because you could you could think about it like it looks very a lot like Mount Fuji, actually. Is that what you, you know? use? Like, no, but it does look like it. <laughs> I don't it know what, like what mountain. It does stereotypical like Cone Mountain, Cone J Mountain, and then exactly. the way that this photo gets like really, uh, what's the word? It's like the unique twist, I guess, something like that is. Um, literally the, the twist <laughs> a section the twist is literally a section of the horizon has been put in a painting or in a frame rather and that frame is tilted to the right by about 10 degrees and so mm. these people are like watching the world and there's a frame part of the world that is slightly tilted and it's submerged in the water oh and there's a neat reflection of the frame in the water it's the details you know i thought of the reflection when i when i was working on it i was like wait there should be a reflection on this too and it's it's really just that (laughs) detail makes it so much more realistic honestly when i look at it myself now after like you know when you edit something when you work on something you see a certain view and then when you when you look at your work it's already a complete different view that you have all of a sudden you know i mean it's not it's not Mm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people like graphic designers and my cousin who's really into this whole thing will do better things than I like than I did here but this is my very first try and I feel like okay there's like if you zoom in some some small smudges and details that I could have probably like taken more time with but I was I'm also just know at some point I don't push anymore because I was I was sitting at this on this for like four to five hours I think so yeah it's pretty reasonable. I think that's what? actually a really good skill to have, like to to get something and to kind of say, okay, this is done. You know, like I've I've put the time that I wanted to into it, and I have something that I'm satisfied with, and not like belabor details to the point where you like take so long to finish it that you might end up abandoning it. Uh, and I speak from experience because that's most of <laughs> most of the stuff that I've done. I've started and then I get caught up in so many details that it just yeah. it never comes. It never happens. Yeah. I mean, I also think, of course, you know, perfectionism is one thing. But if perfectionism stops you from sharing what you create, then it's a it's a it's a bad obstacle. So yeah. since this was my we- first try, I was like, okay, this is like my milestone now. Like this is my standard. Let's see how I can create something that might be better than this or might go in a different tangent than this one you know yeah i remember one thing someone said is that don't be worried that you know you're gonna lose a great idea or you have an idea and you really want to make it amazing because you'll never have another good idea creativity never runs out it only gets stronger the more you use it so the more you create Mm. the better your ideas will be and you know the better your skills will be as well 
it's like a piece of metal that uh, that you like beat up. The more you hit it, the the stronger it will get, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> you don't get my analogy. I, I don't know what type of metal you're beating up that gets stronger, but or, or, how about no, how about no, like a they... muscle? How about like a muscle? The more you work it out, the more you exercise and use it, the stronger it becomes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, heard, I heard that when smiths actually like work on metal, the more they beat it, the stronger it gets. You know? Like, oh yeah, it's hot or something like that. Like not well, like I think it's just raw metal. It's not just beating it; it's also the like heating it up and then cooling it. That mm, process okay. of of um, there's a word for this, but basically like heating up to super high temperatures, then like hammering it and and shaping it and then cooling it right away. That strengthens mm-hmm. the metal. They do that with glass oh, okay. as well. You know those glasses that you put in like the oven and they're like super super durable. Yeah, those also yeah. have been. I can't remember the term for it. But they've basically been heated up super high and then cooled, and then they repeat that process several times, and it strengthens the material. Oh, okay, okay, cool, nice. Well, thank you for the lesson. Absolutely, Mr. That's what I'm here for. Mez. Mr. Tune in M. next time on Mez teaches <laughs> you things to learn more about how the world works. You know, one thing we should do is like next episode we should just you know study something like a random thing and then just teach each other in the next episode of the po- of a podcast that we have together. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what what do you see in this picture? I don't know. I I kind of just started. I want to do something within a fr- like a frame within a frame. So that's why there's like a tilted frame with the mountain. And I actually at first, honestly, um, the frame was just there, and they would look through the frame to the mountain. And I was like, you know what would be cool if it was the mountain inside this frame inside of painting it would be cricket. So it looks like that is actually part of the world, and it actually kind of broke the the like the, the horizon kind of you know uh and then it and i didn't think of this before i started editing it came while i was editing huh. it you know like while oh, i was working on this yeah that's cool i think yeah i i've often wondered the difference between like coming up with an idea while you're working on something versus starting out with an idea and then doing everything you can to make the idea come to life yeah, I think I think you've got to be very open and detached from whatever you. I mean, you know, there's this whole thing about creativity and 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 directors knowing a vision, you know, and and really being fierce about their vision. But I think there has to be a balance with you know also being able to 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 be open to to new ideas or like things that might make it easier to do something. Like my idea was, as I said, with this picture, was really just have that frame and then people look through it, and then I realized, you know, like that's what I wanted to do. But I think this might just also look really cool and maybe some people can interpret something into it like i i don't know i just i just made it and i think if, if you were to ask me like you did what does this you know uh, picture mean to you and I, if i look at it um i i don't know like it looks like you know living inside a frame that we put for ourselves um and i think it, the cricket is like that it's not always right the way sometimes we think we are right you know mm. like being self-righteous or something and living inside our frame also means to see the outside which is maybe a little bit more straight than you are like um true you know um and the friends i i don't know like uh, that was just uh, i wanted to have something there (laughs) people watching it i guess that's like reflecting with friends about that and seeing the outside world because there's so much more than our lives alone 
But also within our lives, there's a lot of things too. So I guess that's kind of what it's looking at. I don't know. I think that's cool. What Originally you- when I saw it, um, I was like, this almost feels a bit like negative. It feels like, you know, mm. like like the world you see is an illusion or something like that. But because of the color you chose and because of like the peacefulness of the landscape, it doesn't feel threatening. So mm-hmm, okay. it can't be negative. I'm, I'm, and also knowing you, it can't be negative. It should be something, it's probably something positive. Um, <laughs> but I, I like, I like yeah, the you thing like right? you said, but like creative we people, have our own perspective. Uh, I mean, creative people like, have their, have their, um, you know, their secrets too, you know. I mean, creativity wouldn't come out of just happiness, right? There has to be also some sad thing. So I think that's also what you see in this picture is a little bit, you know, the, those melancholic um, views or something. If it was know. just if it was just one person sitting, then I'd be like, huh, that's your loneliness right there. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like, I can't relate I also... to four people. I don't, I don't have four. I don't have that many people. <laughs> One thing I was going to kind of mention, and I guess this is a larger concept about social media in general, but just a thought. It's like, you know, people talk about the flaws of Facebook and the the kind of impact it has on people. And I've noticed yeah. people who criticize Facebook are still using, if not Facebook, Instagram or, or other forms of social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. ones that are run by Facebook... Um, I just kind of wonder if some of the things that, you know, they criticize in Facebook are, are also, you know, happening in their social media of choice. Like even Reddit, I know Reddit is not that great. There's a lot of, there's a lot of ways in which it empowers, you know, certain voices to be heard. It creates echo chambers, which are really, really visible and, uh, it, you know, it 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 has its own flaws with censorship, and it has its own flaws with anonymous users coming in and contributing to the discussion or moving the discussion in a way that you know might not actually be natural, because those those might be like bots or something that are actually artificially trying to change the narrative. So yeah. Reddit, has, I'm like, I'm not trying to say that's the that's the best one. Y'all are y'all are plebs for using anything else. <laughs> it's, nothing, it's nothing like that. Um, but it's just something interesting to see how like social media affects, you know, every aspect, a lot of aspects of our lives. And yeah, it's a larger conversation that I'm probably not qualified to talk about, but it's still interesting to think about. I think we all, every human being that is connected or is using social media is qualified enough to talk about it because it is a thing you can talk about because of experience and my experience with social media or anything like reddit is um it is a tool you know so like you can use a hammer to to destroy something or you can use something you can use the hammer to build something right and it's all up to the individual that uses the tool and i think the problem with the social media like social media in general is not um, the media itself, like the social media platform itself, it is the users, right? So it's and- interesting you bring that up. I'm going to interject here because um, that's kind of like the next level of conversation about this. And what you've kind of been saying is that the tool doesn't have an opinion, right? The tool is kind of like just 
the way it is, it does its job. However, um, if you consider, I mean, something like Facebook is a great example. They're a company. They're a multi-billion dollar company. And they make money through advertisements. So they are going to structure their platform around a way that maximizes their revenue. And the choices that they make, you know, you have to wonder, is the design that they make meant for people to connect? Or are they trying to get people to stay on the platform no matter what in order for them to view ads? I see your point, and uh, I actually watched the documentary on Netflix called The Great Hack, where they kind of dive into this, where, you know, social media platforms are made for people to be addicted to something, you know, be addicted to likes, be addicted to sharing their lives and things like that. But I think those functions would be less effective or less of a point for a company to do if every individual... Now, this is like talking about very, like, utopia you know if every every user of, of of let's say facebook knew that it i have the power to to you know uh, of what i want to share and what i want to do with this platform and everyone uses it for the best in the world you know i think facebook even then would change the way they make the page as well now i mean of course no matter where you go in life, you'll always see ads you will always see things that make you think you need something that you already have or you need something that you don't have but you need it to to survive you know that that's how how market systems work that's how you go on amazon all the time and stuff like that because you want to buy something you don't have um and and stuff me for example i can only talk for myself um i realize when facebook is putting ads up that i just looked up like i look at shoes on on a, on a web on a website and next time i go on facebook i see a lot of suggestions <laughs> for for this for for this shoe and i'm like okay can you hear the motorcycle <laughs> sorry oh no i can't actually you're good oh okay cool um so like i, I i'm real i realize that when i hear like when i see that ad i know okay he's putting this up because i was just or last week i was on this page a lot you know um so you know like i i notice these things now there's people that don't go into that in that way you know and that, that's also fine but i think it's just teaching the individual how like social media works you know for example not everything you see is the truth whether it's a meme or just like a post by a news what? page you or mean something the memes aren't true but that's where i get all my news from <laughs> yeah i know right I, me too like i was also like you know coronavirus it's it's easy to fight when you when you drink lemon water i'm like okay great <laughs> kryptonite for coronavirus is lemon water no but but um but no, like kryptonite these for coronavirus things... is corona oh yeah nice <laughs> nice one yeah, yeah. um no but like for example my grandma you know she uses facebook and then she reads something that someone posted and then she believes it to the to the bone you know what i mean and for yeah. me for example i i wouldn't because i would first question who put this up you know where is it coming from? Like I would, that's just me. I would go back to the sources and then re cross-reference things, you know, or um, maybe even like just research myself outside of just what I saw. You know what I mean? But what about the concept of like an echo chamber? Explain. So an <laughs> echo chamber is the idea that um, 
you will only see or or follow or listen to the content that has opinions that are similar to your own and what is i mean that's just true in life right you you get friends who have similar views and similar values but um where kind of the danger of social media comes in or or i guess i'm i shouldn't say danger we're, we're d- discussing whether or not it is a danger but one of the the issues of social media is that it creates these spaces where um people are kind of blinded to any other opinion except the one that's being shared. So this is common. So Facebook perpetuates this through things like groups. Uh, Facebook will actually hide posts from people who have, you know, a, a different political opinion than you. So if you are, let's say, let's use American politics as an example. If you are left, uh, you know, you're, or if, if you're, if you're uh, focusing on like the Republic or, I don't want to use actual terms here. If you're on the left, you'll see more posts from friends who are also on the left than posts that are on the right. Um, likewise with Reddit, you'll like if you ignore certain communities, then you can see more um, posts or com- yeah posts content with opinions that are similar to your own, and you see like some comments, and that kind of reinforces a certain opinion, and. Any dissident voices, any people who try to criticize that might get like downvoted or even if they're not like purposefully um, pushed down just by the fact that the other opinion is stronger or easier to accept, it becomes louder. And, you know, you might have Mm -hmm. to go down to like the fourth page to see that opposite opinion. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the idea of an echo chamber. It's that certain ideas can kind of echo you know someone says hey this is nice and someone's like yeah it's really nice and someone's like yeah it's really really nice and it just echoes back and forth and you never hear an opposite side versus in the real world you know if you actually talk to a group of people they're going to have slightly different opinions and you're going to widen your worldview instead of just being focused in one spot i kind of answered my question also by explaining it which is bad but (laughs) Go ahead. No, I think, I think, I think it's true because I mean, as I said, like, it, it, I still feel like it comes down to the individual. Then you know, like, um, I myself, I'm, I'm a person that would like to know different views on a certain topic. You know, if I see something on Facebook, that's my my starting point of whatever knowledge I gain from Facebook, and then I go on you on Google on YouTube to gather other opinions. Like when I watch a movie. I like a movie, yeah. Another friend likes a movie that I don't like, yeah. maybe. But oh. I can then find something about that movie that he likes and see, oh, yeah, he's right. Like, there's parts of it that, you you know, I understand why Citizen Kane is one of the greatest movies of all times. But personally, I, I just got bored watching it, you know what I mean? But you can still you know, understand their point of view. Blasphemy. How dare you? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think I watched it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, Citizen Kane is, is is considered one of the best movies ever made, and I understand why and like where it's coming from. But as for me, like I kind of fell asleep watching it, and maybe that's just also me, you know. Like maybe I am. Maybe you were just tired. Maybe I, maybe, or I I just suck. Maybe that's the reason. You know, you never know. But oh, I remember this movie. <laughs> yeah, I Kane. didn't like it that much. It was it was cool, but it was so dystopian, and so like. Mm. You you just checked it out, Citizen Kane. 
Yeah, I just looked it up right now. I, I remember watching it. Um, it's about yeah. a guy who like rises to power and he becomes a tycoon. Exactly. And and, 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 and and the story is just really chewy, you know? And it doesn't help that it's like from, from an older age and stuff. Like I, I prefer any Child Chaplin movie. Yeah, I, I, I prefer any Charlie Chaplin movie over Citizen Kane. You know uh, what I mean? But Charlie Chaplin doesn't tell you about the reality of the world, you know? This is about what actually happens. Charlie Chaplin is just a stage performance. That's not true. That was true. my critic voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was my voice of someone who <laughs> wants to make a case that Citizen Kane is the best movie ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's it's very individual and sub- subjective, right? I think social media is the same thing. And what, what that's why I think it always comes down to the individual again, and 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 for it, like knowing that Facebook for us, because we are not the developers, is a tool for us to to amplify our feelings, or our concerns, or our our family days and stuff. You can use it like that, but at the same time, we can use it for good things too, like gatherings, meetings, to hang out with people that you know, like you said, are like minded, want to create something together. Like that's where I think social yeah. media is strong. You can connect to people from all 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 over the world, and share positive thoughts you know of course there's yeah, one also of the, the negative most positive things one of the most positive things i saw recently was uh, a bunch of facebook groups created for the various like neighborhoods in vancouver and it, it was called coming together and it's like a place for people to post things that they have that they're willing to give away or that they can offer services they can offer and thing and po- people can post when they need something uh specifically re- related to like this virus pandemic um so <laughs> the situation yeah, was, you mean the situation the situation it was it was really cool to see like and these groups have like thousands of people in them and they're you know there's some of them are local businesses that are trying to provide things um trying to say that hey you know we have these services available some are individuals offering to do pickups for groceries for others some it's like people saying hey i'm elderly and i can't leave the house but i need to i really need i don't know toilet paper <laughs> um, <laughs> really no it wasn't toilet paper how much did they go to the bathroom when you old man <laughs> um but yeah it was it was cool to see how people are using social media for good and i i yeah. thought it was really cool because it's a lot of the stuff that you don't see through the news like i i've i've been watching you know the the tv's on and the news keeps popping up and it's all like the world is ending and then i see you know online people actually coming together and trying to help each other i'm like huh maybe the world isn't ending you know yeah there's a there's a meme i saw uh on instagram actually um i don't know do you know mr rogers yes yeah he has this one quote here where he says when i was a boy and I would see scary things in the news. My mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Which oh. is, like you said, there's always something positive there too. And we know news, for example, like the media that we consider as news from TV or you know, people from the, like, let's say, um, public news. news organizations. Like from, exactly. They kind of like to dress certain things in a way where it is very exciting, you know what I yeah. mean? It's called sensationalism. Um, exactly. And then uh, you quickly forget, you know, your mind, and then you go buy a lot of toilet paper, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> like that's basically how I felt when I saw a lot of people playing toilet paper. But I don't want to get into that habit of talking about toilet paper thing because it's kind of worn out right now. But I think I think uh, a lot in of this people situation. Just, in this situation, it's it's kind of boring now talking about toilet paper. That is the situation. <laughs> the situation is not the virus; it's the toilet paper. Shortage. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing. Imagine a virus. You can fight a virus, you know, but you can't fight people having a meltdown. <laughs> like that's hard to fight when there's like a thousands thousands of people like running to a grocery you store to buy toilet can't paper that's fight hard to fight toilet paper addictions exactly but like you said like news uh, social media was then used to you know connect people that have needs that but can't go out now right so i think again it's it's an individual person that kind of decided to use it that way whether facebook is an organization that tries to connect and uh, addict you to it is one thing i mean i i deleted facebook from my from my phone the only time the only time i am on facebook is when i'm on my computer you know and then i go on facebook just to see what's up and then i cl- close it uh but it's not no, on my phone anymore can... so i don't you can do WhatsApp also from your computer. You don't have to go to Facebook. Sorry, that was uh, a bad joke. I, I you said you said WhatsApp <laughs> and yeah, I just had to. Yeah, it's Carry like on. an hour late. I know. <laughs> well, because <laughs> of the latency, because we're talking from like other sides of the planet. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it's a good joke. I mean, but Thank I do you. have Messenger, for example, on my phone. Yeah, me you too. Know? Yeah. Uh, just because I want to stay connected with texting and stuff. Uh, I, I I use Instagram very frequently just because I like the people I follow is usually friends and they show and I would like to see what is happening in their lives you know so I follow them uh, I don't follow like pro like any like celebrities in that way uh, except if it's someone that inspires me uh, and they have like more meaningful posts rather than just you know oh I'm sitting here drinking my caviar or whatever or eating my caviar actually it's drinking caviar wow you have to be really rich to drink <laughs> yeah. caviar. This guy's super rich now. <laughs> he doesn't even want to eat it. He just like blends it up and drinks it like a smoothie. Yeah, exactly. Because he's so cool, man. He can just do it. Nobody's gonna say anything. He has, he has that much money. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, this is this is something. Honestly, uh, I think uh, it's a reoccurring topic in this podcast a lot because I do have a lot of friends that are brought up in in this age where we have this mixture of social media and older media. And then we also in our everyday lives we kind of reflect on how to you know handle these things and use it. So yeah, I honestly think that as a society we still don't really know how to effectively use like technology, especially like phones and computers when it comes to sharing information. Um, I feel like we've kind of like just jumped into it. You know, like Facebook was a great example. There were lots of other sites before it, but you know now we have the issues of like false information fake news and it's so easy now to create f- like fully fake videos with deep fakes you can c- create i don't know the 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 president of some country saying something crazy and people will believe it and you can do a bunch of other weird stuff and so we've gotten to this world where if you if you just rely on like what you're seeing, it becomes very difficult to understand the world. You need to like take a step back, right? It's almost like the world you're seeing is in a painting that's like kind of crooked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's what was my picture was about. It's the, the the frame is actually our phones. 
And we hold them at slightly off angles, you know? All the time. And that's why there's four friends hanging out because... In reality, maybe there was no mountain there, but in the phone, there's a mountain and it just, it changes your perspective of the world. What if in reality, there was a city over there and you could go and like explore the city, but instead you just see like a mountain. You're like, oh, okay. It's a mountain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. But, but, it, but it's also like, you know, you can interpret anything anyway. Hmm. I think you can interpret anything anyway, but if you're talking about art, but like, if we're talking about like, you know, news and information, there still is like, there still is like a truth, you know, there's still the actual thing that happened, regardless if, you know, one person said one thing or one person thought it was like that and reports in a certain way. It's kind of like, we're all seeing different sides of what is ultimately the one truth of what is actually happening or what the actual situation is. So I think that's also important to keep in mind. Very deep again with you, man. <laughs> the end of the you gotta bounce back and forth, you know. Super... We gotta like it, it, it's a it's a circle, you know. We start deep, then we go high, and then we come back deep. Yeah, but that's deep. why I love uh, our our uh, generally any episode that I do in this podcast always starts off with like you know, and then like talking about life and things, and then we move on to like a lot of like philosophy and also like understanding of of the world and stuff. And uh, and a lot of friends that come here sometimes wonder like how can we talk for an hour long? That's a lot of time. That they want like your conversations don't take fifteen minutes in a day either. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you absolutely. have sometimes longer conversations. I we even ended up hanging out after the podcast we recorded the earlier, <laughs> like the early episodes, and we talked even more. And we're like, man, we should have recorded all of this. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Then we're like, okay, no more talking. We just have to like record. <laughs> Maybe maybe uh, next episode we can talk about the m- mysterious missing episode that we recorded and never released. Wait, you never released that one? No, I couldn't because um, the audio is clipping. Oh, man. Yeah. Which is funny topic because we're talking about a zombie apocalypse. What would you do? And then it would have been actually if I release it now, it would be so perfect time, you know? I'm so sad. We, we put so much effort into that. We did, we did, but but uh, I'm 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 very sure that once I visit Vancouver again, we'll record one specifically for that. Maybe not in the like no near future, but next year or so when I come visit, uh, we will uh, definitely record that type of episode again, which we won't mention because next episode we'll next time we talk we'll mention what it is about. Ooh. So stay tuned next time on Zontag. Got nothing to learn more about the lost episode. Yeah, I like that, man. That's really nice. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Oh, man. Well, uh, I think uh, we gave our two cents to everything about life at this point, you know. Um, and we should always <laughs> stop when it's the best, right? Absolutely. Quit when you're ahead, you know. <laughs> Don't let it drag on and on. Just, just, we're done. We're done. All right. Bye, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nesma, for taking the time on the other side of the world. And being My here pleasure. with me today, I really it's enjoyed it, really and I fun. really for having have me. to say, I have to say, we have to have more episodes together. So I'll have you back sooner than later for sure. Um, and I really enjoyed this. I, it's been a, such a long time actually we spoke, and it's it's always a blast uh, spending time with you. Do you have any uh, last words? No. 
I, I thought you were going to be silent. I was about to say thank you, Mesa. He's got to have that commuted timing. Um, I don't know. Just re-echoing. This has been awesome. Let's do it again. Cool. And Definitely thanks, everyone, we'll for listening. Yeah. Don't forget the audience. Yeah, exactly. how, many, how many people is yeah, it now? Is it like two? If Three? 40 people follow 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 on Spotify. 40 as as people. That's more yeah. than the number of episodes. That's more than yeah. one episode per person. It's less than one episode per person. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It's hey it's, 40 it's people. Up, you know, yeah. Follow me on um, I don't have anything you can follow me on. Don't yeah. follow me. But you can you can share you can you can share this episode with your with your colleagues and friends, right? Like, you know, this podcast, you know. Like do some to some, you know advertisement and stuff. i don't know if i want them to hear me <laughs> oh okay i understand i'll be okay. like hey listen to everything except episode 30 episode 30 is a little <laughs> be like hey I, I started listening to this podcast check it out and they were like mess in this one too what the heck if you google my name or you sorry if you search my name in uh spotify the only thing that shows up is your <laughs> podcast and in the future, will it will be your music accomplishments? You know your. No, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a label, I'm gonna, or not a label, uh, an artist name. I've been trying to come up with oh, some Maz- cool artist names. No, 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 something, something Maz- completely different. Something, something oh, just okay. like something that you'll never guess. Power of M. <laughs> no, you guessed it. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well. Thank you so much for okay, listening, we're guys. Here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, thank you, Mr. Again. Uh, stay tuned and volume up. Uh, you know, follow this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Deezer, all of these podcast providing apps. And uh, you know, it's always a blast to have people listening to this and reaching out to me and talking to me about how they enjoyed these episodes and stuff. Um, we do also have a Instagram, so Godzontak. You can follow that and see some things I post, maybe mostly about the episodes I record with the people. But yeah, um, well, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, stay tuned and volume up. Bye.